Why do you want to know my name? I want to know who I'm looking at. My eyes don't look like that. Try to calm down, Holly Beth. Welcome back to this week's episode of Glitter and Gore. I'm Kaylee, that's Cammy, and this week we are talking about one of my favorite movies, Spree. Mm-hmm. But before we get into all of that, Cammy, how are you? I'm doing well. Uh, nothing really very big to report here. Had a good Halloween. Uh, and and that's really it. Had, had like a very tradish Halloween, like day of Halloween. Okay. You know, got to hang out with Kid I Nanny for a little while, just a few hours. I had to watch him, and then I came home. Um, but before I came home, Taylor and I took him to a pumpkin patch, and we grabbed some pumpkins to carve. We carved Cute. pumpkins the day of Halloween, which is something that I don't think I've ever done in my life. So that was, like, super Aww. fun. Um, yeah, just, like, me and Taylor hanging out, doing Halloween-y shit, watching movies. It was nice. Cute. How about you? Well, you had your Halloween party on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Literally, I released our episode while in the car before walking into Cammy's Halloween That's party. That's true. That's true. You were like, can, <laughs> can I use your office? And I was like, it is covered in crap. It still is. It's uh, it's bad. So I just did it in the car. I was like, it's fine. And you're like, just release it late. And I said, no. So I just did it in the car. And then there was another party, and it was just a very, like, so hollow, hollow weekend. That Saturday was really busy for me, but actual Halloween, um, handed out candy, watched um, Prank Encounters on Netflix, nothing too crazy, because I did a, a normal work day that day. Mm-hmm. Um, only a few people got my um, shirt that I wore, which was totally fine, um, because I was like, I don't feel like wearing, so I, like, I didn't feel like wearing what I wore on Saturday uh-huh. to work so i just did a different i did um camp nowhere okay oh and a few yeah. of them got it and i was like other than that that's i mean the guy was like i don't really care if you get it or not i just wanted to wear a t-shirt and jeans to work there you go <laughs> so that's what worked but yeah no nothing um nothing crazy it's been it's november holy smokes i know it's november 2022 even though it's like stupid nice outside for real it was like 70 degrees today I cannot believe it's going to be 2023 in two months. I can't believe I'm going to be 30 in You're going to be 30 a month. in a month. In a month. <laughs> Just over a month, actually. Yeah. Well, down. When this comes out, it'll be, it'll be a month and two days. My God. <laughs> yeah. So it's it'll be interesting. I, I mean, I'm excited for 30. I'm not scared about it. Yeah. It doesn't really feel different. Everybody's always like, uh, the minute you turn 30, you're going to feel it in your knees. And I'm like, joke's on you. I've been feeling it in my knees since I was like 25. So, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm already in pain. Uh, I'm always in pain. What are you talking about? <laughs> do you have a pick of the week? I do have a pick of the week. And like, I'm kind of hoping that we don't have the same pick of the week, but we might. Okay. You were talking about we this with my father at the Halloween party. Um, I am so down with Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities right now. It's okay. so fucking good. Uh, it's fabulous. Every single episode I've seen so far has been, like, unbelievable. So good. Amazing. So, so, so good. Have you watched it yet? 
You were speaking no, so to that's my father I said, about I don't it. think we've got this. <laughs> well, really, your father was speaking to me about it, which was great. Oh, yeah. You know, it was, you know, talking to your dad was great because he's like, you're probably one of the only people here who actually get my costume. So that was really oh, fun, yeah. you know. Yes. But, you know, I have not I, – I think I'm, like, 10 minutes into the first episode and then everything got, like, derailed. So mm-hmm. that is kind of my plan for this weekend to just kind of hunger down and do that. But I have not really watched it yet. Highly recommend. Okay. Do, do you have a favorite one you've watched so far? Um, Episode 2 is probably my favorite okay. one. I can't remember what it's called. But um, they're taking – Your dad said the same thing. Yes. It's it's really good. <laughs> um. There's another one that's um, one of the episodes is directed by Anna Lily Amirpour, who directed um, A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. Yeah. So that's really cool. And the one that she did was great. Um, Kate McCucci is in it. And I love her so much. Um, I love Kate McCucci. I love Garfunkel and Oates. Yes. She's like the she's the main character in that one. And it's so good. And so like, oh, my God, like every single episode is like, ooh. Um, I will you just admit, got me so sold so fast. <laughs> <laughs> Last night, Taylor and I, um, we've been social distancing in our own home because he was exposed to COVID. Um, but so until we know that he's not sick, we aren't spending any time, um, you know, close physically mm-hmm. um, <laughs> at all. So I was upstairs and he was downstairs and we watched the same episode at the same time. Um and oh, I was so sad, but so cute, but so sad. Yeah, it was like kind of a bummer, but like I was unreasonably um, stoned, and oh nice, I, it was an accident. Like I don't know why I felt like so. I I took the normal gummies I usually take, and I yeah. was I was like, this is like this is crazy. This I I don't like this, and I was trying to watch that episode. It's like a Lovecraft ep- episode, so like. already it's crazy but then on top of that i'm like i can't pay attention to this like this is so hard to pay attention to (laughs) so i think i'm gonna have to watch that one again it's the pikmin's model episode but um okay yeah yeah crispin glover is in it so that's fun oh fun yes how about you what's your pick of the week so my pick of the week is it's on Netflix. It is called Daybreak. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a show about it's like post-apocalyptic, mm-hmm. and like all the adults turn into goop, and then there's like ghoulies, and it's like the teenagers are the ones that like survived. Mm-hmm. And it is just it is it's a little bloody it's funny it's it's everything you'd kind of want for like a post-apocalyptic like tv show okay um it's got um oh my gosh what is her name she plays lexi in chucky oh okay i don't remember yeah she's in it but i mean like so she's a olivia maybe is that her sister but she's in it and she her character is fantastic and it's just really fun it's definitely i would recommend it. it's 10 episodes okay it's nothing like crazy time constraint wise uh-huh but it, they are like 45 50 minute episodes so it's like that like traditional like hour-long show but yeah it was really good i enjoyed it Sweet. noted picks of the week what is our drink this week? Our drink this week is a New York sour. Thank you, John, for providing that for us. Um, 
It has nothing to do with the movie that we're talking about. It was just the one of the drinks at the wedding that he went to recently, and uh, it's fabulous. Um, it's just a spin on a whiskey sour. Um, it's basically a whiskey sour with red wine floated on the top of it. So yeah, it's uh, which if I were to have like picked a drink for this movie without like thinking too hard, I would have just gone with red wine. Oh yeah. Yeah. So when I saw that, I was like, Ooh, that makes sense, which is actually kind of funny. So I have it almost to a T, but I didn't want to open a bottle of red, but I did have a bottle of like, well, it's still a red, but it's like the witch's brew. Oh, nice. So it's like spiced a little bit. Yes. Nice. Yeah. So that's what I did. So, I mean, I didn't do like something. I've got like the Pinot Noir and I've got the Cabernet, but I like didn't feel like opening I one understand. of those for like just for this. So I was like, well, like, well, I've got the witch's brew. We'll just do that instead. So go. beautiful. It's delicious. Thank you, John. So it is now time for us to talk about one of my favorite movies. This was obviously my pick. Um, I will I will tell you it was really funny because Cammie asked me when we had our meeting, oh, do all of your picks have someone from Stranger Things in them? And I was like, no, only half of them. Only but, half. <laughs> but hey, uh, you know, it, it, it'll make sense later. But, um, you know, I love Spree. I literally tell everyone and anyone to watch it because I love it. I think it's just so fun. Yeah. I, okay, I will admit, I will admit, Yeah, I'm calling you out a little bit. I was like, is this movie only good because Joe Keery is in it? Let's check. Let's see. And I was wrong. Um, it is good because it's fucking good. I wow, yeah. Um, I yeah. received Rude. it as, uh, on Blu-ray as a gift from my friend Marcel from Instagram back in June. Oh! For my birthday. And uh, I finally took the cellophane off of it to watch it. And I'm so pissed off at myself that I didn't watch it earlier. So Tanner good. said the same thing. I have a couple gripes I... with it, but I will talk about those Sure. Later. Yeah, no, I, um, this is like the third time I've watched this movie mm-hmm. within like the last few months. Because like I watched it and then I like made Tanner watch it with me. And then like we only got like halfway through before he was falling asleep. So then he had to finish it. And then mm-hmm. I was watching it again for in preparation for today. So, um, you know, I really love it. So um, the movie is technically not rated. Because <laughs> it was like straight to streaming, right? <laughs> yeah, it was. So it premiered at Sundance. But, you know, it's technically not rated, but it's definitely rated R. Yeah. <laughs> if you were to rate it. R-rated film. Um, it runs for an hour and 33 minutes, came out in 2020. Written and directed by Eugene Kotlarenko. It's starring Joe Keery, as Kimmy already said, Sashir Samata, David Arquette, Kyle Mooney, just to name a few. Then the logline is really simple. It's thirsty for a following. Kurt Kunkel is a rideshare driver who has figured out a deadly plan to go viral. And how? It, yeah, and how. It's called The Lesson. Hashtag The Lesson. The Lesson. The Lesson. I... We'll say that I do have a Kurtz World hat. Nice. Mine is You're um, the problem, forest Kaylee. green. <laughs> You're rude. I just wanted a baseball hat, and why not? I'm not. No, I'm just saying. Like he's a terrible person. I know. I know, you're but I people, love the movie. You're the so people that's... at the end of the movie on like No! Fortune. Oh, don't you dare! <laughs> don't you dare! Oh my no, god! It's I... <laughs> However. Excuse me. However, it's a cute little logo. Um, the little world yeah. with the happy face. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of Globy yep. from Pee Wee's Playhouse. 
Absolutely. Yeah. I also have that sticker on my laptop at work, and it's really funny because, like, if you if you've not seen this movie, like, yeah, th- it means nothing to you, right? And I had, of course, um, I had a student go, "Oh my gosh, Cards World! I love that movie!" And I was like, "Why have you seen it? You do." <laughs> Great. And then I'm like, oh, right, because you're teenagers. But in my head, I was like, why Why have you seen this movie? But it's really funny when I, like, realized, like, oh, wait, good, good. You've seen it. But, like, don't Yikes. get any ideas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, essentially, the movie's called Spree because he is a spree driver, which is what they call in this world. Like, it's like an Uber or a Lyft kind of a thing. And then they've got, like, a go-go car. Like, they just change, like, the name of what a, a share a car share yeah. service is wow so as to not get sued yes yeah but, you know so i do have the idea of the curse world hat i have it in the forest green um Beautiful. it's really funny if you look like, if you look at the what like the merch site for it mm-hmm. it like says like if you get the shirt it's got like the kurtz world like globe like it's got that logo on it and it's like and then on the bottom it's like this is with approval of blah 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 so it's, it's just pretty funny so it's like of <laughs> kurtz world hashtag the lesson <laughs> oh boy viral yeah, no, so I really like in the beginning of the movie where he, like, uses the whiteboard to, like, explain his life story. Kind of like, okay, <laughs> let me catch you up to who I am and why we're here, you know? Yeah. My mom and dad. And the little my stick dad. Figures. And my dad left my mom. And my dad is does music. And I used to babysit this kid, Bobby. And Bobby is has gone viral and he's important. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know? And, I mean, I like that this movie really plays out like a documentary. Because it literally, they have the caption where it's like, Kurt Kunkel, parentheses, Curse World 96, spent over 10 years posting content in obscurity. His engagement and views rarely reach double digits. Yeah. Um, I like when a, like a found footage kind of movie plays out that way. Where we're getting... We didn't get much information outside of just the videos, uh, in this movie, but mm-hmm. we got enough, you know, to where it felt wrapped up. Well, I will say, the more you watch it, the more you pick up on. Mm-hmm. Because oh, I'm sure. Because you can pay attention to what the comments, when he's, like, live streaming, like, you can pick up on the other people, what they're saying. Because uh-huh. the first time you're watching it, you're too engrossed in what's happening to, like, actually, like, see all the, like the extra words that are flying yeah. by on the screen that you're not going to that you won't pick up on the first screening. Mm-hmm. Another thing I want to highlight before I throw some questions at you. I noticed this time that in the beginning it starts with, he starts with like a, a, my apology video. And I yeah. think that that's really interesting. Like obviously by the end of the movie, you're like, Oh, did you upload this as like a preemptive to what you were about to do? Which, you know, oh, it's kind of yeah. like you don't you don't know why you don't know why he's making a my apology video, but they show it within like the first like fifteen minutes of the movie. Yeah, um, and I, I guess when I saw that, my first thought was like, it's because everybody makes apology videos for everything. Um, Ooh, okay, see, it's because like you have these YouTubers, like some of them are making apology videos because they got caught saying the N word in like a Snapchat video and it got posted, mm-hmm. um, because that happens. And then right. <laughs> uh, you know when it when it's something like crazy like that, but then other influencers, YouTubers, whatever, will just make apology videos because they haven't been as engaged with their audience as they normally are. Or yeah. they haven't been posting as much or whatever. And that's 
I find that sort of insufferable because it's like you're allowed to be a person and you don't owe anyone anything. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Content is content. That's, the, you know, that's all it is. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's kind of that, like, any press is good press kind of mentality, though, too. Like, with your content, you're like, well, if I'm putting content out, at least it's out there. Like, at least I'm pushing my content. Um, yeah. And that, um, and another thing, too, really quick is that um, it's after he, like, starts the lesson, you know, and he's like, oh, you need to prep your, like, you need to organize your bottles. And, you know, you see all of what he's doing. And you're like, whoa, okay. Yeah. But um, it says at one point, like, before we even, before he even picks up his first, like, passenger he says there's like there's a trigger warning mm-hmm. there's a trigger warning in place and I, I won't be offended if you can't watch yeah and it's like a total yeah. like fourth wall break like to the camera like okay hey like here's your trigger warning if you can't handle it i won't be upset smart so smart yeah definitely <laughs> like so weird and unnecessary for what he's about to do right um, the fact that he's still worried about engagement and viewership, uh-huh. um, and, you know, making sure to add a trigger warning when he's about to go full, like, crazy person uh-huh. is so funny. Oh, and I mean, so, like, it's, it's I so smart. Like, yeah. I just, I kind of liked, it was like kind of like that nod to the audience saying, okay, here's what's about to get real effed up, you know? Yeah. Um, so what did you like? What didn't you like? You know, kind of give me, because it was your first time watching it. So what was your kind of takeaways? Um, it was, I, I really enjoyed watching this movie front to back. Like it was, it kept my attention the whole time, um, which is hard to do. And it, it, I feel like every time anything got even just the least bit unrealistic it would snap Mm -hmm. back into something that feels familiar i'm talking like the the dialogue and the way that influencers operate and the way that Mm -hmm. people who are chronically online operate um because if you're not involved in the world of like social media uh you're probably going to watch this movie and think like, what the fuck? Like there's, right. there's no way people are like this, but it's absolutely 100% true. Oh, um, 100%. They got it really spot on, uh, which is really sad <laughs> because right. social media is such a fucking disease sometimes. Most of the time, yeah. actually, I feel like you really have to keep a level head and practice using social media responsibly. I, to piggyback off of that really quick, um, when I was in college, like right out of high school, college, so like probably uh-huh. freshman year of college, um, we were like challenged for one of the site classes to like not use your phone for a week. Uh-huh. And this was like, I mean, that's like Facebook was a thing, like Instagram, you know, was a thing, but like not anywhere what it is now. Right. And literally we all went through disgusting signs of like withdrawal oh yeah and i'm like okay and that was like 10 years ago early 2020 i lost like my phone crapped out on me yeah and i was freaking out i was without a phone for like maybe six hours right and i was like Oh my god, I need it. Like we are totally addicted to our phones. Well, and oh, you don't even need to get me started on what I see every day at work. 
Oh yeah. It is an ex- it's, it's, so it's an sad. extension of their hand. Like that is I mean it's just yeah. what it is. So, you know, it's kind of like this movie is kind of made more for like our generation where it, it makes sense cuz you're like, "Ooh, it's kind of a it's a brutal look at our own relationship with social media." Just like being so chronically online all the time is so dangerous. If you don't pull yourself away from it every so often and go like, okay, this is just go the touch internet, grass. like real life exists. Go touch grass. Exactly. Go outside and touch grass. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like a good chunk of my 20s were like me being way too chronically online. Um, and it it sucks. Which is weird because, like, <laughs> I have more of a following now than I ever have right. in the past. Um, and I feel like as time goes on for everyone, that's true. Um, like, of course, you're going to gain, like, traction or whatever. But, like, where I am right now, just posting my fucking, like, horror shit and yeah. tapes and stuff. Um, I'm not... I'm having fun with it. And it's... I'm not doing it for likes I'm not doing it for follows I'm doing it so that I can engage with other people who have the same interests as me and once you start using the internet that way as opposed to trying to gain a following um it's a lot more fun I post like me personally I tend to post content that I just enjoy like making Mm -hmm. I don't care if it does well like and that's why like for Instagram like I've turned off like so people can see how many likes it has like I really don't care yeah. Like, I mean, are the likes nice? Sure. Like, that's a little boost, but it's not like I don't – that's not going to make or break if I keep a post up or not. Exactly. Um, and in the past, it has for me. Oh, same. Same. Yeah. I have deleted things if I've been like, oh, my God, like, this doesn't have enough likes. This is embarrassing or whatever. And I know that lots of other people do that, too. Right. So and so it I'm sucks. Like, like, we should not have to do that. That's why I just turned where it says, like, what whoever and others like it. I'm like, yeah, that's all that matters. Like, I mean, I just, I'm posting it because I want it on my feed and it's something I can go back to and reference quickly. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm so passionate about this. It's just, um, hang on. Words, 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 words. This drink is very strong. Um, I made it a little bit too strong. <laughs> yeah. You didn't put any simple syrup. That's true. <laughs> There's no buffer except for lemon juice. This is lemon juice. Yeah, no, I definitely made this strong. I, what didn't you like? Like, what were your kind of gripes? Um, two qualms that I had with this movie that didn't ruin it for me at all. But here we go. Um, first of all, um, Jesse was not operating at a level of intelligence that I would have liked. Um, valid. She. She made a lot of really dumb moves. Um, I, I know that it was purely to further the plot um, and to further what was going on in the movie because, of course, it's a movie. It's not real life. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, you have the car now. Drive away. End the live and call 911. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, don't go back for him. Don't check if he's still alive. Leave. Right. You know? Um, so those few things just what she did but i understood that that was like what sort of needed to happen another thing um that usually bugs me mm-hmm. in a found footage movie that didn't bother me as much in this because i liked it so much um it tends to take me out of a found footage film if there are if there's a familiar face in it 
And Interesting. because okay. this movie was so star-studded, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I think the only one that really completely sort of took me out was like fucking David Arquette. I'm like, that's not his dad. That's David Arquette. <laughs> even Joe, even Joe Keery, I was like, okay, yes, this is Kurt. Like, I know that he's Steve on Stranger Things, but like, I can, you know. Yeah. Oh, they look totally different. Here. Totally can, different. You know. Yeah. Um. And, you know, fucking... Um, Ariana Grande's brother, Frankie, <laughs> right? And well, and that um, was Misha Barton and Lala Kent. Like, so I mean, like, yeah. So you've got Lala Kent, who's like from Vanderpump. You've got Frankie Grande, and then you have Misha Barton, who was like OC. Like, you know, like that whole scene was great. I exactly. <laughs> and it was whatever like um, Frankie's character's name was. It was something Venti. Like they like changed his name like just enough. <laughs> That's funny. I didn't notice that. Yeah. Um, um, and then you had Sashir Zamata and uh, Kyle Mooney, too. Yeah. Um, from SNL. And so, so yeah, that, like, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, I know these people. Uh, I'm going to go along with this anyway. And I did. And it was fine. And it did feel real. A lot of it felt real. Um, but, yeah, those were the only two things that I really had a problem with and problem is like too harsh a word to use it wasn't necessarily a problem it was just like oh all right okay david arquette (laughs) sure one of the things that i caught this time that i just thought was kind of interesting that i feel like is worth highlighting is so when kurt after he has jesse in his car and he like now knows that she is like this like successful comedian he's like okay why does she have a following and not me and he's like watching Uh her content like she's like live streaming um He's, like, in the car and he's watching and it's she's, like, with her grandma and she's just, like, being uh-huh. goofy with his grandma. And he goes, this is disappointing. She's disappointing me. This isn't relatable. This really isn't relatable to me. My grandma died. So it's, like, <laughs> it's one of those things where it's, like, people you're watching are not making content for you. It doesn't mean it has to be relatable for you. They're just trying to be, like, here's my exactly. life. Like, but the fact that he was so angry that she was disappointing him because it, her content wasn't relatable to him, I just thought was an interesting thing to point out. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was him, like, just being so ridiculously jealous that she had a following at all. Well, and um, that scene set up for a really good, like, twist. So, yeah, she hears a knock at the door, he's at a door. And, you know, you're going to think it's her house, right? Yeah. And then it's Kyle Mooney's character picking her up for her show. And then Kurt's at Bobby's house. Bobby's such a dick. Oh, 100%. Bobby, like, because he's, like, heckling him the entire stream up until, like, you know, and he's kind of like, okay, okay. And it's kind of like Bobby didn't act like it was, like, super real until he realized it was really real when Kurt's right in his yep. face. Um, and murders yes, him. Yes. <laughs> he is, like, oh, God. I just, I can't stand the cocky teenage prank streamer type Mm -hmm. um that i think a lot of kids really try to emulate um because they want to be popular Uh because they want to you know go viral i i am of the opinion and i know that i would definitely get hate from lots of teenagers for this i don't think that anyone should be allowed to use the internet until they're like 18 social media social media at least like yeah you can use google to look stuff up but like it is illegal for you to be on Facebook. Like, your parents can't post photos of you. I don't think anybody should be posting photos, you know, of their kids unless they have a ton of privacy. There's literally an app now 
where it's supposed to be anonymous, but you can pay to see what people vote for. And it's like, um, whatever the question is, and then they give you four people and then you like pick whoever it applies to. And then it lets that person know that someone thinks that you should ask them out or whatever it is. Okay. And you can pay to see who answers them. So you can see who says that. Right. And I'm like, okay, that's not good for them either. These are 14 year old kids. This is not good. Yeah. Like the fucking mental strain that we were put under by MySpace even like back yeah oh in like the early yeah. 2000s and uh like I don't know if we've ever talked about this we probably have were you ever a Tumblr user oh yeah okay we so you know about it, though so you know but yeah yeah what a toxic fucking place to be as a vulnerable 18 year old oh well and I I was going to concerts at the time and we were seeing the same bands over and over so uh-huh. you know you end up in a crowd of similar people Mm -hmm. or I don't I guess I don't really want to put myself saying that we're similar because I never did these things but on Tumblr you had those like anonymous ask things right yeah oh my gosh when they started getting like um there were accounts that would get like blind items saying so-and-so hooked up with a fan in this state Mm -hmm. or they would say so-and-so hooked up with by this person's name or like this person wants to do blank with this like that was bad yeah like it and it's like you don't know if it's the own person like the own the person just trying to make clout for themselves uh-huh. and just like making things up yeah or if there's people who actually are saying like like and it's all anonymous like that is woo. yeah exactly and it's so toxic and uh, so many kids just don't understand that it is and they don't care mm-hmm. because they genuinely don't feel like there's anything wrong. They don't feel like there's anything happening to them. But right, it's social media is really dangerous for somebody with whose whose brain is not fully developed yet. Um, oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Yeah. So when I was taking notes for this movie, I ended up doing um, a lot of his font is like in Comic Sans. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah, so, um, I did. Whenever I would switch over to something about, like, pulling directly from the movie, not just, like, an observation, I um, put it in Comic Sans so it's easier to find. Uh-huh. Um, but so this whole stream that he's doing is this, like, 12 hours or however long it is. It's called The Lesson. That's hashtag The Lesson. You know, um, so step one was Organize the Bottle, which is um, he's creating a brand. And then um, he said the real step one is to get your rig together, if you aren't documenting yourself, you don't really exist. Mm-hmm. For my premium subscribers, you can hop onto Kurt's World and you can choose your own angles. Plus, he'll be screen sharing all night. So, like, again, he doesn't even have a following. He's got, like, ten people maybe watching this. And he's like, hey, yeah. if you've got the premium, you can check, you know, you can pick your angle. Um, But so what he did, so it ends up getting revealed in his first ride that he has drugged all of the water bottles. Yes. And he tells you how to do it without there being suspicion. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, his first ride is just disgusting. Yeah. And Kurt's like, oh, you probably should, you probably should tell him, you know, um, you're not going to make it to your, your thing tonight. I'm just dead. Yeah. And then um, that is wild. Like, I mean, it's just like, whew. That is, I mean, because it's kind of like, at that point, you're kind of like, well, yeah, this guy's terrible. I get it. Why, why you chose to do this? Like, maybe not like chose, like, I don't, not saying that I condone it. 
but yeah. you know like it's kind of like he's he's like person who's in the car is such a bad type of person you're like well maybe he had it coming i don't know yeah they really ease us into it yeah um, well and then it's like the next lady she just is totally rude to him just kind of like get me to where i'm going on the phone like just waves him off you know yeah. um so then another one i have pulled is um no one should be able to tell you what what you're doing first is real at first because you don't want to get as oh my gosh you don't want to get as many on un- you want to get as many done undetected for maximum attention down the road hashtag the lesson so he's talking about how to like cover up what he's doing so if you haven't caught on he's just killing everybody who gets in his car um, he literally talks about how you get into their phone. Last guy with a thumb. This one's a face. How to give your, and then you give yourself five stars and then you tie up loose ends. It's like, whoo, this is a little bit of a, you know, and then it helps throw off some suspicion. Which is, yeah, like he really thought it through. Like that's what's really twisted. Like, I mean, the whole thing is twisted, but the fact that he like thought it out and that's, um, you know, and then the last two sets of the lesson he said was to hijack Jesse Adams' show and jump to a huge audience and then kill Bobby, which he kills Bobby on stream. And then he finally hits triple digits. So once he kills Bobby is when he hits the triple digits. Yeah. And then he's like in the shower, showering off. And then he like makes like a reference to like, where he was like, Do you guys want to check out my boner? <laughs> he's like, Just kidding. Yeah. Like, what is happening? So, what is happening? He's just so like non-charismatic like there is not an ounce of charisma in his body and bobby was right he was like dude like you're you're just not cut out for this like try do something else because you like being an influencer is not your thing you know right like you need to have a better personality basically and it's true like some people who try their fucking best to be influencers like it's just not something that they can do oh right absolutely i mean that's but you know what? He ends mm-hmm. up making it, which is very, very crazy. Um, so uh-huh. I also want to mention that Chicago was mentioned a few times in the movie, which I just thought was just a fun little call out because um, definitely that's where we're at. So it's fun to just I'm like, huh, huh, we're mentioning Chicago. Like it was like mentioned like three times, which I thought was great. Um, the first time that it really felt like a found footage film outside of like him filming in the car is when. He takes, um, well, well, when DJ Uno is like, take yeah. me to get fried or take me to famous taco truck. And um, it's when she drinks the water, passes out, then mm-hmm. wakes up and like ends up shooting a cop like through the window, like while he's like getting like about to get like sobriety tested. And that's the first time you see the different angles through the other people's cameras. Like yes. you see it beyond or what's what coming through his phone his because you start getting the, yeah, the police like body cam footage. Or the car footage. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Um, Yeah, I liked how they got creative with this. It wasn't just a live stream the entire time. It was different angles because there were so many different cameras. And that right there is a commentary on how we are constantly being filmed everywhere from every fucking angle. Oh, absolutely. Like, I'm just trying to use the self-checkout target. You don't need to do me like this. Right? (laughs) I don't need you to give me this terrible angle. Yeah. This movie shows, like, the side of the coin that is bad with social media. Um, But the fact that everything was filmed on the flip side is great because if he had gotten away, he would have gotten caught because he's so chronically online. Right. And it's kind of you. It's kind of after that experience with 
with DJ Uno is where he really yes, like he just breaks. Like I mean, he is he had already snapped at this point, but he like completely yes. breaks. Like he's completely he goes gone from calculating. No coming to back. Like, completely gone. Fuck it. He like drives through. <laughs> yeah, just unhinged. Like he like is driving through like like a tent village essentially, and he's like, look at all these homeless people, you know. No social mm-hmm. media presence. They don't even exist. Blah, blah, blah. And that's like, yeah. that's super gross. And you're like, oh, my God. And then um, during Jesse Adams' set, so Kurt makes it to the yeah. set. This is the whole plan. He wants to hijack the show, whatever. And she calls him out. Like, she doesn't know uh-huh. he's there, but he calls. she calls out what happened in the car earlier. And she calls him out for trying to yeah. be something that just isn't meant to be. And she smashes her phone. Yes. On stage, like in front of everybody, and then everyone's cheering and all of that, and it's kind of like Kurt can't comprehend exactly that someone would do that, especially someone with her platform. And it's like it's a nice little moment from her character, I think, even though she, you know, doesn't really follow through with it. I think that the fact that she was like he was just like me, that's how I am too. You know, this is so fucked up. Like everybody's always trying to be seen, whatever. Um, eyes on me all eyes on me that's her whole exactly. thing exactly yeah um but when you have a following like that you can afford to kind of step back you know you don't have to try oh to yeah gain a following when you have a following that's that large um well and what's fans in- you know well oh, absolutely and what's interesting is that she uses what happened to her this night to just catapult her career yeah uh-huh. Completely. The the movie ends with her entire well not ends ends but like you see her career just catapults and she just she profits off of this experience. Absolutely, and who wouldn't? Um, well, oh, right, but I'm just saying. It's I feel just, like it's... they were almost trying to say something with that, like like it was a bad thing that she did that. Um, I don't necessarily agree that it's a bad thing. Um. Especially, you know, if you're trying to get into a career as sort of unserious as comedy, um, of course you can take your bad experiences and turn it into a career move. People, you know, comedians do that all the time with their terrible childhoods and depression. (laughs) So, like, I don't know. I I was like, good for her. You know what? Good for her. You know, and I, I definitely saw it as that they were trying to make commentary on it that, you know, it's like you're, you're still profiting off of something. Yep. And, you know, and I think it, it makes her come off slightly hypocritical, especially with the, you know, she goes like dark. because She's like, no social media. Internet's bad. And then all of a sudden she's like, let me tell you. You know, and again, yeah. like you, she has every right to own what happened to her. Like, totally, totally. Like, I am, I'm on your side with it. But I definitely think that they are trying to make the commentary of like, wow, okay. Yeah, they so. dramatized it. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that she took a fucking selfie with him when he was dead. I was gonna, I was about to that bring that That was up. weird. Well, but was you weird. know, that's like a whole trend on TikTok right now. What? kind of like for halloween they would have people you know people would be dressed up as like Ghostface or you know michael or whatever and then they would like have their victim and like pull their face up and take the picture and then set it down like that was a whole trend on tiktok recently oh my god right and i was like oh gross so like i literally had commented (laughs) i was like like this is literally a trend on tiktok right now like i'm like okay 
Yeah, that's weird. You know, um, um, and then just from additional viewing, because I was able to pick up some more things, he does end up uh-huh. getting into like um, five digits of viewers. At one point, there's like six, and you're like, holy smokes, okay, you know, wow. but um, one of the things I picked up on, I wanted to make a note of it, was um, his search history. Uh-huh. Um, because I paused the movie, and so one of his search histories is, oh, it was, I just hit my computer, nice. It is um, methods of disposal of dead bodies, disposal of dead body types, disposal of a dead body by burning is called, disposal of dead bodies in community health nursing, um, cheapest way to dispose of a body. Oh, my God. Then the next one is how to dispose of a dead body secretly, LA's quietest alleys and streets, spree 12-hour rule cheat, Bobby Bud Lee height, what is a Chad, coolest energy drink brand. <laughs> wow. Oh so obviously God. the second one's a little bit more um, telling than the first one, but the second one, you know, just when it goes to like, he's like talking about, okay, how to secretly do it, quietest alleys and streets, the spree's 12-hour cheat, r- rule cheat, that's interesting. And then looking at Bobby, his height, what is a Chad of the coolest energy drink brand? I was like, interesting. Okay. Yeah. And this Um, is when he's going to search up Jesse Adams stuff. Oh, okay. So that's why there's the search history. You don't see him searching those things. It's he's going to. (laughs) Um, What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Whenever um, her name was Uno, right? Yeah. Um, DJ Uno. Yeah, whatever she was just like, get me whatever's the most famous. Yeah. Fucking taco truck. That was so funny. I'm like, what is this? I wonder, like, I wonder what the conversation is in circles that have a following like that who are um, primary, primarily influencers, you know? I'm not talking about, like, like... Uh, singers or actors or whatever like people who have careers and have a large following because of it sure um i'm talking about like people who have a large following because they have a large following like they're just you know yeah they are online presences they are like cyber socialites basically (laughs) sure yeah yeah think like addison ray like those like tiktokers stuff like that i hope that they can still find some enjoyment in it like i mean i think it's important to enjoy your job and if you are making content as a job i hope you enjoy it yeah you know i mean that's just not that i mean i've seen people that are trying to get there and it's just not happening and then i've seen people where they have like a video go viral and then they're like cool that was great but i'm gonna keep making what i want i'm not gonna let what you saw this one video change it like yeah. I had a TikTok video that has like 12K views on it right now. Uh-huh. And it's got like three grand likes. And I was like, that was really cool. I'm not even in the video. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it is indeed, uh, it's Joe Curie performing. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It's a clip from. Well, um, well, well. Full circle. I know. But it's, but, it's, but it's a video of him performing end of beginning from the new album. And I didn't want to post it until the album was out. I understand. I posted it and it's, I posted it like over a month ago and I'm still getting likes and everything still now. Now I posted another video which uses the same song and I like used the cassette. I, I thought it was cute and it's got like 20 likes and I'm like, cool. I didn't make this for anybody else. I made it for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's so like hit and miss. And it's, if you get too obsessed with getting likes, you like continue to chase that dragon. It is so addictive. 
um, if you're not careful. Well, and, and so many people don't realize that. And to really, really go full circle um, with Joe Carey's new album with um, Decide, there's a couple of songs on there that really have some strong commentary about social media. Interesting. Um, was he, he was he like a producer on this movie at all or was he just hired to act? I'm pretty sure he was just hired to act, but because you okay. asked, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look it up. I want to know now. Um, but, you yeah, know, he has a song called On and On and it literally is talking about like scrolling on your phone Mm -hmm. and then about feeding the algorithm you know he just acted he does not he does not have any producing credits okay um no yeah i thought this movie was like really cerebral especially for something that isn't you know necessarily supposed to come off that way but i think they did that on purpose um it's not it's unpolished social media you know absolutely that's it absolutely yeah i um to call back to it i really think you had a (laughs) you kind of made the joke earlier because when i said oh i have the kurtz world you're like people at the end i was like no i don't condone it but at (laughs) the end of the movie you find out that this is essentially like after this whole night happened and he's dead it ends up being the lesson ends up being on Reddit and they build this movie from the clip so it like comes like a really full circle so he's like he has he is now infamous with from with from wow from this night that he just raised fear in the neighborhood yeah um, which happens and it's it literally has um like the the lesson is still an active thread um and there's articles about him and how he found his infamy. And then at the end, it literally goes, thanks for everyone for sending those videos and links. Here's the movie. I called mm-hmm. it Spree. Hope all you Kirkies like it. Smiley face. Yeah. And so that's like the full circle to it for sure. And that's, like I said, it's just, it's wild. Because you see, you keep seeing the things jump like at the time. Um, it is one of the creepiest parts of this movie is when he hijacks the go-go car and Jesse oh takes God. that instead because everybody knows that yeah. there's some crazy spree driver. And she's like, we're going the wrong. And then she's like, oh, Kurt, I'm sorry if I like hurt your feelings. It's like, no, no, it was great. And then um, she's like, where are we going? Like, we're not going the right direction. She's like, I thought you were taking me home. He goes, oh, not your home. My home. Yeah. So creepy. And that's where you find out that he killed his mom before he even started driving. Yeah. And then his dad's there and he kills his dad and just like it's just it's absolutely insane and you can see totally bonkers well and it's like when he picks her up in the like in the go-go and he tells her how inspirational or inspirational her set is you can see blood on his forehead Uh uh-huh like he is from when he attacked the um the go-go driver do you have a favorite kill in this movie um, I, uh, the whole scene with, um, Misha Barton and Frankie Grande. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I know. Was, yep. <laughs> um, pretty ridiculous. And I like, I really felt bad for them. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like at first they were mean, but it's because he was driving like a maniac and then like everything was going smoothly and fine. And then, and then they die and that sucks. Um, well, like getting them trapped, you know, out the sunroof and, yeah. It's really where they find the um 
the drill. Uh huh. And then Frankie goes, Mister, fix it. Like you know. And then yeah. the two in the back are like getting mauled, and then she's like, "Oh my god!" And then he just takes the drill to her. Holy, yeah. Smokes. I was like, that Bonkers. was brutal. And so then the car wash that was gross. Yeah, gross. Um, I think that was else. my favorite. <laughs> I would agree with you. That's also my favorite. Um, the DJ Uno was just pretty funny where it was like, no, no, I'm not going to share you on my, I'm not going to share you on my socials, but uh-huh. take me to get this food. And then like, she like accidentally does the stuff and he's like, oh no, 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 no. That was not a part of his plan. And, you know, but when she wakes up and shoots the cop, you're like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, don't know what just, that was like great. Um, but so yeah, any last takeaways from, from the movie? Um... <laughs> Social media is dangerous. Go outside and touch grass. I will agree. On a recommendation basis, what would you rate this? Um, like a four. Maybe a four and a half. I think, like, there are just a lot of people that don't like found footage movies. And to them, I wouldn't recommend this, obviously. Sure. Because that's how it plays out. But, um, yeah, I would recommend this to anyone who likes horror who also doesn't hate found footage. This didn't feel as like I mean I know it's found footage but it doesn't it didn't feel as found footage maybe that's yeah. because it's I, like it felt really visceral and just like this is happening in real time. Uh-huh. Wake up! Yes, so this is one of my favorites as I've said. Um, it is just a perk that Joe carries in it. It is not the reason why I picked this movie. Um, even though we all know how much I love Stranger Things and that, mm-hmm. but. On that note, Cami, where can we find you? Where you would like to be found? <laughs> Don't find me anywhere. Oh my God. Speaking of social media, this is a great time to announce that I deactivated my Twitter the other day. That a girl. Yesterday or the day before. It felt so fucking good. I've had Twitter since my senior year of high school. And yep. I am like, there is nothing that I miss about Twitter at all. Um, all that shit with like Elon Musk is going down over there. And I'm like, you know what? I don't want any part of this. I don't want to be here anymore. I'm done. I don't want to, like, I'm never going to go back and look at my tweets from like 2011. That's embarrassing. Not going to do it. cringe anyways. Yeah. No. So now they're all gone. They're gone. And, uh, I hope. (laughs) And yeah, so that was great. So you can no longer find me on Twitter, but you can find me on Instagram at Magic Ghost Baby if you would like. Kaylee, where can we find you? You can find me across the board on social media at Your Girl K Jen. We are going to be launching our website hopefully by next week when the episode comes out. Um, we're just waiting on a couple of things and that'll be out, which is going to be great. Mm-hmm. Um, next week we are talking Bram Stoker Dracula, which is yeah. a cami pick. And then the week after, we have a guest coming on. We do. Which is super exciting. So in two weeks, we're going to have our first guest of the season. And then, but next week, we are going back to the year we were born. It's true. For Dracula. 1992, baby. Woo! Yay. And on that note, keep it glittery, my friends. And gory, my friends. Goodbye. Bye!